The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of Hardly Kayfabe, your home for pro wrestling talk right here on the BICBP Radio Network. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your three hosts, alongside, as always, Christopher Chavez. I'm back! <laughs> and Johnny Townsend. And better than ever! Oh, that couldn't work out <laughs> any better than I... <laughs> you can't play in that. Um, and yeah, we're back. We took a week hiatus, uh, just... A lot of stuff going on in our own personal lives, but we are happy to yeah. be back talking pro wrestling with each and every one of you. So much to talk about, you know, the SummerSlam fallout, and uh, and a lot of, I think, behind-the-scenes news more so. Dude, not even just yes. that. Like, I am so excited for what's on the horizon for wrestling right now. As a wrestling fan, if you're not creaming your jeans, you're not paying attention. And I bet Matt is very excited because not only is he a wrestling fan, he's a football fan, and we got some XFL news. Yeah, oh, that's presses. right. I am so excited for the XFL. You have, I, I have no too. idea. <laughs> Everyone's like, it's going to fold in the air. I'm like, bitch, no. I'm gonna... <laughs> no, it will not. I feel like I... now, uh, here's the thing. I feel like nowadays, right, I feel like the in the era of social media, where we are now technologically is so far advanced from when XFL started before that I there, I, I really do see it being successful. It's going to be just another outlet, another something that people can get into because anymore, isn't that what we do? We just consume, 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 consume 24 yeah. hours a day, seven days a week. So, of course, you're going to want it. And I think it, I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be successful. I think it's going to be good this time around. Absolutely. I mean, I'm excited for it too. Obviously, uh, you know, I'm, I'm like – now that I've been a wrestling fan for so long, I'm a, like a, I'm a little hit or miss on Vince McMahon's creative direction with anything. But, uh, <laughs> but well, there was I mean, a go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, well, I'm, a, I'm a, I mean, I'm excited for it. The the the, the thought of it, you know, they they had the ESPN 30 for 30 on it a couple <clears> years ago, and that yeah. was very and good. By the way, it I was love that one. it was amazing, and I highly encourage anybody who hasn't seen it yet to go find it and watch it. It was very detailed and. and I don't know. Wrestling is 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 one thing. Uh, you know, it's a completely different animal. Uh, nobody has really perfectly figured it out yet. But football, on the other hand, having an alternative football product, yep. uh, and as long as they don't wrap it up in pro wrestling like they did last time, yes, it's got exactly. it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be okay. I think people are going to want that alternative. They know it's not gonna be the greatest, you know, quality of football, but just to have it on. But what um, if, right? Like, like, what if XFL becomes the NXT of the NFL, where you well start to be. where you start to look forward to those games more than the, you know, run of the mill, dry NFL that you're used to? So let me ask you something. Last time XFL came around, there was a lot of big deal to it. It was it was you know flashier teams. It looked more cutting edge. You know, uh, the ladies on the sidelines, all this. Plus, it had different rules. Is that the deal this time around? Does XFL have different rules, or it's still kind of the same NFL rules? It mostly. Uh, I think it's it's mostly the same. Pro, pro football rules are, are pretty traditional wherever you go. 
Um, at least the American style football, of Matt, course. Can I ask you, Matt, I had a question. I was thinking about this while sure. I was laying in bed the other night, just contemplating things about life. You, you thought about I, me? Yeah, I thought about you. You're the first thing I always think of when I'm laying on my back in bed. <laughs> and uh, and uh, pin me, uh, pay well, me, bro. And uh, <laughs> my thought was, okay, so in football, all right, so you got the quarterback right, argue, arguably one of the most important positions in football. Correct. All right. So why does why what's the point of having a guy like with his back turned toward the quarterback at the start of each play, bending over and throwing the football to the quarterback between his legs? Why can't the quarterback just start with the football and say hike, let's go? I, I think it's, it's that's a great point, but I think it's a little cheating. I think it's cheating. You're giving... We did that. We did that in school, though, right? Like when you played on the fields with your friends. A lot yeah. of times, it was the thing where you just held the ball and you just go, "All right." Uh, right, set, hike, you gra- and then you take yeah. your steps back if you're a QB. So yeah. how's that cheating? Like, why why do they make somebody do that in football? I'm very curious about this. Um, it's it, I, I think mean, it's, it's a tradition. great question. Uh, I think it's but tradition. I, I think it's partially tradition. Partially, I don't know. If you have a quarterback that starts with the ball right in his hands, you know, he can make a quick pass and and do it. The, the whole delivery process, I think, is an interesting one, um, and I. I think eventually on the two-point conversation, that's something I'd like to look into, those why the rules are the way that they are. But, um, I mean, I think, yeah, if the quarterback starts with the ball immediately, it gives the offense a bit of an advantage, which uh, I guess. That's a, I mean, that's a great question. So the XFL is not going to have, you know, other things involved, right? Like we're not going to see lariats, clotheslines, uh, power bombs. Look, in I'm the just going. I'm going to say this here now. If the XFL is not like <laughs> me playing NFL Blitz as a kid, I don't want any part of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we bring this up though because this week they announced the teams, right, and the logos. Yeah. Uh, so, Matt, as a football fan, uh, and I say that between the three of us because you are the most uh, qualified to speak on this. What are your thoughts on first of all the cities they chose to host the teams, and then the logos themselves? So, I'm going to go through these. We have Dallas. Houston, Los Angeles, New York, St. Louis, Seattle, Tampa Bay, and Washington. Sounds, yes. It sounds like obvious, right? Like obviously you'd pick these te- these cities. Yeah, the cities are big market teams in the or big market areas uh, in the NFL already. Uh, with the exception of St. Louis, which doesn't have a team anymore. Um, oh, so but, maybe that's what they're looking for, right? They're looking to, to feed that, that hunger that St. Louis used to have. Oh, absolutely! That yeah, there was the former home of the the, the now L.A. Rams. The Arizona yep. Cardinals used to play there um, years ago, and, and maybe a few other teams. But uh, that's the only brand, like unused market right now that they they chose. The cities are, I mean, big 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 cities. I mean, you got New York, uh, Tampa yeah. Bay's huge, Washington, yeah. obviously the capital of the country. Dallas, dude, Dallas is just Dallas. equivalent with dynasties. Yeah, yeah, that's two Texas teams, Dallas and Houston, uh, and Seattle, which is a you know it's kind of an up and coming city. I, I don't know how big it is as far as North American cities go, but you know Seattle well, already has the Seahawks, and there's a, the, the Seahawks fans are, I mean, just absolute diehards. So I mean, dude, this that's is, all that's all sports out in Seattle. I don't know if you remember, but back in the day, NBA Supersonics, Supersonics right? fans were yeah. hardcore. Uh, even oh, yeah. soccer fans, Seattle Sounders are they are they. E- are equivalent to European soccer fans. That's how hardcore they are. That's true. You, you know, while we're on the wrestling, uh, on, on our Harley kayfabe, 
Uh, do you remember? I think it was maybe a year ago. Elias made a comment about the Supersonics, and they <laughs> yes. booed him for like five yes. minutes straight. Yes, uh, dude, those guys are hardcore up there. <laughs> so for them to give Seattle a team in the XFL is a smart move. What did you well, think about you the, the logos? I, I, the logos? Um, I liked most of the logos. The the one. What I about the what about the names? Like the the Houston Roughnecks. Houston yeah. Roughnecks. Uh, <laughs> the Battlehawks. The Battlehawks is my favorite name. I'm gonna really, I, yeah. yeah. I, I think I think it just it sounds, yeah. It just sounds really cool. It so we like have the '90s cartoon character, like it does. Movie. Not even a character. It's like a cartoon of of a or team, a right? It's like a yeah. He-Man. It's like a He-Man character. Yeah. So we have the yeah we have the Dallas Renegades, Houston Roughnecks, Los Angeles Wildcats, which is a nice one. New York Guardians, that's kind of cool. St. Louis Battlehawks, amazing. Seattle Dragons, obviously they're going for that Game of Thrones crowd. Uh, yeah. Tampa Bay Vipers, that's I mean I don't know why a Viper is equated to Tampa Bay, and then Washington Defenders. Uh, yeah, again, it's, I think my favorite logo has to be the Houston Roughnecks one because they actually honored the old uh, Houston Oilers logo. Oilers, yeah, it's got the, the it uh, looks, what do you call that? What is that uh, thing called? That structure I don't even know <laughs> that that pulls the, the oil out of the that ground, thing. the rig. Yeah, <laughs> we'll go with that. The That's oil right. rig. The oil the rig. rig. Yes. <laughs> That thing. But I feel like I'm right, though. You're making me question it. <laughs> I think you're right, though. Regardless, I think, yeah, I think you're right. But that's a nice so, one, yeah. So, I mean, I haven't determined who my favorite team is going to be yet. I don't know if it. I don't know if it's going to be based on yes. logos. I don't know if it's going to be based on team names, and I don't know well, if it's going to be based on players. Playing. Does he hate me still play? Because that's no. That's gonna, oh man, that's sad. <laughs> you missed <laughs> it. I auctioned off two jerseys. Two he hate me jerseys yeah. at my stag party last November. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. Um, but the, like the first, that's the only name I remember <laughs> from the original X- XFL. <sighs> oh man! Do you, so I, he was Matt, on the Las Vegas think... Outlaws. I knew that was the team. Yeah, that was the. Oh, team that's name. right. I remember that name. So Matt, let me ask you this: uh, like, this is just you purely guessing. Obviously, we we all don't know the future. But if you had to put a percentage chance of the XFL lasting more than one season, what do you give it? A percentage <laughs> chance. Yeah. How many seasons oh. do you give it first? Yeah. Oh yeah, How that's many... be- yeah. Put it that way. That's better. Oh, I don't want to sh- shit on it immediately because I seen what because they just had the uh, the AAF and it didn't even last a full season. Good direction, good ideas, but not great financial backing. This has really good financial backing. Exactly, and, and, and people who and know it's football. got the. Dude, exactly, and it's got the stones of Vince. Dude, he's not going to admit defeat. He's going to no. keep pushing forward. Yeah. How many seasons if... do you see? I'm going to say minimum. I'm going to say absolute minimum. I'm going to go three. Absolute minimum. Oh, good. Uh, percentage chance of them making another season, Johnny. Uh, I'm going to go. I mean, I guess I kind of have to go 100 if I see minimum three. Do uh, it. Do it. Or season, high so. or high percentile. So in the in the 90s somewhere. Yeah, I'd, I'd go. I go 90, 90 percent or above uh, that they make it to another season. I it's like it. it's. Um, I don't know. It, it's kind of it's it's really cool as a you know a guy who grew up around pro wrestling, um, that you know you get to see Vince McMahon, this guy who all you've known for pro wrestling is is discussing football. You know what I mean? It, you hear all these stories about him. He's he like lives and breathes his, his company. He doesn't yeah. sleep. All he talks about is pro wrestling. And then you, you hear him. He, he talks about this. You know how football is like lot. At least at the NFL level, has gotten gotten a little a little soft, yeah. um, and it's it's like wow, this he 
he does like things. Was, <laughs> he <laughs> does he does know what's it, going out of the outside world. <laughs> and isn't it kind of I guess ironic that right now he's trying to push forth this uh competitor to the NFL while there's a new competitor to the WWE. Oh man, right? Yeah. yeah. That's uh, true. It's pretty wild. Oh, uh, this this I'm just going to say this now cuz it pertains to what we're talking about. According to the Psycho Sids, I don't know if you guys heard this, but because the XFL is beginning to kind of gear up, uh, that's one of the reasons why Vince McMahon's going to kind of uh, be away from WWE for a while while he's getting that getting his new baby up and running. Yeah, he wasn't there at all this week. Which that's um, what I heard. Yeah. yeah, I saw that report on the Psycho Sids that, uh, and that was why because he was getting yeah. this announcement ready. Yeah, Triple H was in charge with uh, I can't remember who he has as his underwriters aside from aside from uh, you know obviously um, Bischoff and Heyman, uh, yeah. but but you know that's what I everything I saw said Vince was not present whatsoever, and they got to move forward on a lot of stories that a lot of times would get stopped at the gorilla position with Vince saying you know what no let's do this instead. Um, <laughs> But so okay, so as we kind of segue into the fact that Vince was missing and what Raw and SmackDown looked like this week, last week was a little different, right? Because it came right off of SummerSlam. Uh, we didn't get a chance to talk much about SummerSlam last week because we took the hiatus. But uh, what were your guys' thoughts on SummerSlam this year? I got to—I'll tell you mine right at the beginning. Uh, I thought it was decent. I watched the whole thing, and I thought, you know what? Not bad. Not bad at all. It wasn't one where I walked away going, what the hell did I waste my time for? <laughs> Which, I mean, that's got to be a nice feeling, right? It, yeah, it, it, because it felt like, okay, so AEW is having an effect on them, right? They're starting to feel like, okay, we got to do something. Let's, let's, let's start changing things up a little. Let's do this. Let's do that. Uh, there were some matches where I was like, oh, okay, you know, not bad. But overall, I, 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 was, um, you know, I was entertained, and I thought they did pretty well. And Johnny, I gotta agree with you. I feel like there was one spot in the entire uh, pay per view where um, I was wondering how are they gonna do this? We've not seen the fiend in in a in a match. We've seen all these promos. We've seen these little segments and 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 the little uh, you know Firefly Funhouse sets uh, or snaps and 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 how would we see him? How does he come to the ring? How does this work out? Right. Yeah, and I would dare say this is one of the best entrances they've had in quite some time. Uh, mm-hmm. Very done extremely well. I mean, it trended. Uh, it was like one of the top three trending topics going on when it was happening. So, it was, so everybody was taking note of this, and it was done so well. They even they were even showing reactions of other wrestlers watching this entrance. Like, there's a really uh, pretty viral one of Johnny Gargano as he's watching this, and his mouth has just dropped wide open. Yeah, as he's just taking all this in, and that's that's how I was watching it. I really want to know I, I, how I was much. Of, by it. <laughs> I want to. I really want to know how much of this is Bray Wyatt and how much of it is creative, because I feel like a lot is probably Bray. Like him, he's just he's having he's telling them this is what I think I want to do, and I feel like this is going to work, and they're finally just letting him do it. I hope so. Uh, I mean, I hope so. There's the uh, rumor that was coming out of this. Was that they were going to try to tone it down a little bit because <laughs> I it heard pretty, it's, it was pretty creepy in a way. Yeah, the I psycho mean, sids were whispering. Head. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. psycho sids were whispering, and uh, but I did see his response on Twitter. Yes, that's what I was about to say. So pretty much, he's saying that's not the case. Yeah. So we'll just we'll just put it easily there. But how amazing be what it is, is that? Is. 
How amazing yeah, I, is it that his lantern is literally his old head with yes. a with not just a regular open mouth, but like one of those like ghastly, horrific, extended like jaw open mouths to hold the lantern, dude. Yeah, incredible. That, yeah, that was it. very well done. It, it, you know, it, I don't think that something like that would have existed five years ago. You can tell no. there's a, it's like a, like we've been talking about. There's it's a new uh, adult esque era. era, and like I said, it's not attitude, but it's they're not gonna do PG. Uh, but think that's about for how sure. funny it is. They're hearkening back to that era because of all these different nods. We're having you know the the character that has an issue with the establishment and and, and administration, right? Talking shit stone cold stunning people everywhere then you've got this guy who's the creepy guy the straight weird guy who's throwing mandible claws on people i'm telling you right now and i'm calling it we're gonna see a hell in a cell between alistair black the new undertaker and bray wyatt the fiend sometime in the future and we're seeing fiend fly off that top Hmm. it's like it's just like history's replaying itself bro watch it could be you could be right that's a bold proclamation I don't want to see anybody. I, I'm a I'm a wet turd here. I don't want to see anybody. Fall off the top of <laughs> Johnny's gotten to a point as a fan. He loves it so much. He wants to preserve the people he loves. He's like, you don't have to That's do true. that. You That's don't have true. to do Honestly, it anymore. I've, I've seen, seen it. I know how it works. I, I've seen in person how Mick Foley walks. I've seen oh, in person yeah. how yeah. Matt Hardy walks. Yeah. I don't need it. I've seen in person how how Jeff Hardy drives. We don't need that. Oh <laughs> my god! Too soon. Too soon. Oh no! Sorry, Jeff. Sorry, I gotta I gotta apologize. <laughs> I'm from North Carolina. I can't have that kind of talk. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jeff. <laughs> but okay, so SummerSlam was pretty. Anything else in SummerSlam that really stuck out to you guys at all? I mean, overall, because we knew uh, we knew Seth was going to take the belt again, right? We knew this was happening. Yeah, they were they went overboard on how beat up he was getting. So I, yeah. So I was not shocked by that. I was very happy about it. I mean, if I have to choose between the two as a champion, I'd rather have Seth as the champion. So, right. Uh, but uh, I guess, other honestly, for me, the highlight was the Fiend. I mean, that was yeah. the highlight for me. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people were expect anticipating that. They waited a long time for that character to make to character to make his wrestling debut. So I, I think yeah, the Fiend is is the most important thing. I mean. Was the SummerSlam bad? No, not at all. No. But it wasn't like it. I'm not going to compare it to. I'm not going to say it was you know comparable to like the Nexus SummerSlam or the, the oh no the, the CM no, Punk no. John Cena SummerSlam. It wasn't. <laughs> uh-uh. It wasn't like that. But it was definitely not the worst. You know, it wasn't disappointing. It was like middle of the pack. It was middle, middle of the pack. Right. I'd say. I agree. Yeah, but I what agree. we did what we did get out of it was a again another not surprise. Right. So Becky Lynch keeps his, her title. That wasn't a surprise. She throws the the what is it the um what is the call her move called that armbar? I forget. Anyway, she throws the armbar on Natalia, and this sets up what happens the next night because apparently the next night at Raw is the one year anniversary of her dad's death. She comes out with an arm brace on, you know, in a sling, and basically says, you know. I'm sorry I didn't do it. You know, I really wanted to win and it didn't work out. And a year ago, my dad died. And all of a sudden, the boss's music comes on. And this is what we've been waiting for. Like, I um, I don't know if you ever listened back on it, uh, Matt, when me and Johnny, you know, basically booked our own pay-per-views. But one of, I, I think both of us, or at least I know for sure I did, I called Sasha Banks coming back. And we, we were, we've been expecting this. She's been away for a while. She's been active on social media. And we've been expecting her to come back. And she, she does. She shows up. 
purple hair, same as always, you know, goes into the ring and, and greets Natty with the, the hug and all this nonsense. Uh, we expected this. See, I didn't, though. I didn't think oh, really? it was happen. I really didn't. Oh. I, I thought it was over. I thought it was a wrap. Oh, um, no. I really expected he, her to come back. I kept expecting her to come back involved with Bailey. I'll tell you that. That's for yeah, sure. That, 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 that would have been my guess. Yeah. I, every fair. time Bailey ra- wrestled in the past, even at SummerSlam, I expected Sasha to show up for that. And it, it, she didn't. So when she showed up at Raw, I was just like, oh, ho, ho, here we go. Because I feel like, and you said it, Matt, earlier, we've been calling this for a while, right? It, it felt like it was time for Sasha to go heel. Well, they, they kind of teased it for what felt like years anyway. Yeah, yeah. With the whole friendship with her and Bailey, So it, it was about dang time. That's why I think the crowd was overall kind of excited for it. Yeah. Uh, and I don't blame them. Um, I, I do have one small issue with the whole thing, but uh, it, it doesn't overall take away from how I think uh, much money they can make from this. They can really yeah. make some money feud. This is a great person to have Becky Lynch uh, feud with because she I needs agree. somebody. Her character's really cooled off, and yep. one of the main reasons is she doesn't have anybody to really go up against. And that's no offense to, to you know, to Natalie or anything because she's very, very good. But, but she literally just beat you know a Charlotte Flair yep. and and um, uh, Rousey at WrestleMania, and then she. I mean, that's her top two right there. And she doesn't really have anybody since then. So you bring back Sasha Banks like this. Honestly, it's just smart. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but when she was doing the beatdown of Becky Lynch, for a moment there, it, got a, it seemed like it got a little real for a second. Not, not just that. I got to tell you, in the past two weeks, men and women, these guys look like they're going a little more strong style. These guys look like they're hitting a little stiffer. And because when they start showing you replays and you're literally seeing the entire foot connecting with the jaw and watching the jaw slightly dislocate for a second, there's yeah. like they're going all out now. And you know what? Kudos to them. But sometimes I'm, I'm with Johnny. Sometimes I'm like, look, guys, I can still buy the performance part. Don't kill yourself, okay? Well, well there's also a part, if you're watching that her beat down yeah. Becky Lynch, there's a part where where Becky almost starts to fight back when you know she's not supposed to. Yeah, she's kicking uh, her like, yeah. like kind of like get away and stop because you're yeah, hurting cause me. Because those, those uh, shots were getting a little stiff, you could and snug, you could see it. Oh yeah. And I have I have an insider report, guys. I cannot reveal my source, uh, but this is the absolute fact. I know I have a friend who works for WWE. That's a brag there. Uh oh. And uh, he was saying that they are actually uh, recording like a chronicle, one of their things they do for yeah the network uh on sasha banks return oh amazing good job and one and one of the backstage things that they recorded but he doesn't think it'll be on there uh, he actually said it wouldn't be on there it was becky and sasha talking afterwards and they're kind of clearing things up and they get on the right page and, and becky's like pretty much hey are we okay so she's like yeah we're okay and then becky looks at it and goes okay all right now let's go make some money <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome. smart yeah uh, so I am on board for this feud 100%. The one I am thing, too. The one thing that that I just hate it at any time that they do this is whenever they bring up like a real life death of somebody. Ooh, oh, it's the yeah. absolute worst. I can't I can't it's I can't stand it. It man, ugh, it's just gross to me. Uh but you know, it's pro wrestling, I guess. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's unfortunately we've seen that. I think we've seen that too many times over the last year or so with with references to not only just that, but the you know Roman Reigns leukemia thing. That I'm oh, like, God, eh, yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. You don't need that. But, yeah, I w- yeah, I would say yeah. The last year was a lot of cringeworthy. Remember the anvil, uh, big image on the on the top of the table. Remember that? Yep. Yeah. Right, and that's yeah. literally like a month after he died. That was su- the whole breaking of the song. The whole playing into that was a little much. And yeah, I agree with you, Johnny. I feel like Sasha's a great, great, great heel to put up against Becky and bring Becky back with some fire, especially when you see something where they're exchanging shots, where you're looking at this going. I know what pro wrestling is, but that was legit. That connected, and at some point, they're probably going to have words in the back if a receipt's not given. Yes, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So it's perfect. Yeah, so we're all on board for this, it sounds like. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, I look at Sasha Banks' career, and, and you know, I feel like Sasha was supposed to be the Becky Lynch of this era. Sasha came in with a massive, massive push. And, you know, when she, she got called up and she was supposed to be the next dominant thing, everybody, Sasha this, Sasha that. And, you know, Becky kind of snuck in there and became that thing. So I, I'm really looking forward to seeing how this feud ends up. And I honestly think it ends up with Sasha as the champ. I agree. Actually, I agree with you, dude. I agree she's going to take it because that's what has to happen, right? The idea is that the heel has to take it away to give the face something to climb for. Yeah, uh, I, I'm inclined to agree with you both as well. And honestly, I'm just looking forward to the matches these two could have. Uh, they can have some really great matches, I feel. They had some great matches in NXT, so yeah. That's what I'm that, talking about. Yeah. If that's anything to, to you know, if, if that's what uh, sign for what's to come, yes, please. Which one brings me to this. Let me ask you guys this. We see what the E is doing now in the ne- the past couple of weeks, especially this past week. Vince stepped away. Those guys stepped up and actually delivered good content the past two days or, or over the two days. Um, then we saw the announcement that NXT, which we've always said, has always been the superior of all three brands, right? Correct. The, in- the announcement is, is now they're filling a slot at USA Network on Wednesday nights, which just so happens to kind of uh, coincide when AEW's Wednesday night show debuts as well. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on this? So the E is already established, and especially over the past two weeks, they're really stoking the fires, man. They're just putting the coal after, you know, shovelful after shovelful, and they're get. It feels like they're they have a chance at getting the jump on AEW and, and building this whole storyline that people are going to want to stay kind of tuned into. Do you feel this is something that's hurting AEW that they don't have a chance right now to continue to do this? All they can rely on really are their YouTube shows and their pay-per-views at the moment. See, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, that, that's a, I mean, that's a great question. It, it's, it was smart, first of all, on WWE's part to put that up there. Yeah. Um, you know, overall with wrestling, well, it, it might hurt wrestling viewership a little bit. Um, it, it might, I'm not, I'm not entirely certain yet, but, um, for me, NXT as great as it is, it's not what it was several years ago, as far as the names that you have coming in. Now you get a lot of guys who or guys and girls who are, were not those top indie names. If this was the NXT with Kevin, Kevin Owens, uh, Sami Zayn and, and, and a lot of others from that generation, I feel like that would be a NXT brand that could, that could compete 
with the big the, with the big names of that AEW has. Well, I would uh, say I would uh, just to counter that real quick. I would say that in the past couple of years, it's it's still been really good with the whole Gargano Champa thing they had going. True. Uh, yeah. When Alistair Black and Ricochet were still a part of the crew there, like that was still pretty decent. But I do agree with you in in, in that probably over the past year to year and a half, oh, it's really it started to slow down. They're slowing down. Yeah. Oh, they have. You're not getting those shock, you know, apparent shock names, uh, you know, no, that are signed. On. Yeah, they're holding on to some. Now, it's. It, I guess you, you know how it is in wrestling, right? You get your names, and then after a while, they're the old guys. The new the new blood comes in, and yeah. it feels like currently they're still kind of holding on to some of those old guy names. Like Adam Cole should have been moving. The whole Undisputed Era should have moved up by now. Shayna Baszler should have moved up by now. Gargano should have stayed up by now. He got sent back. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I agree with you. It is kind of slowing down. However, it's it's a statement, right? It's saying we're not gonna we're not gonna recognize you as a threat, but we're still gonna recognize yeah. you as a threat. Yeah, I, I, I was about to say. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of them acknowledging that that uh, AEW is a threat to to them, and to to put that up there, taken off of right because it was just a network. It was a network exclusive. Uh, yeah. thing that they they kind of had for the longest time, and now you yep. pull it up to TV. Though um, that could change how a lot of things operate at yep. that level. You might see you might see Vince McMahon take a little bit more creative input in on how it is appears on TV with mm. stockholders. You also get influence from the TV station, yeah, on all that advertising that stuff. Advertising, all that stuff, that that becomes a big influential part of how the show operates. So, what you know, this could be a really good thing. And, and you know, the NXT brand is, is still got great name value uh, behind it. There is still a very cult following behind it. But at the same time, NXT could lose its luster. Uh, yeah, the pre- of think about too. the presentation, right? Like with NXT, you get matches straight through. There's no commercial breaks. You don't have to worry about that nonsense. And now they're going to have to have matches where the momentum gets cut because now you got to watch uh, an RV commercial. commercial, you know, <laughs> a, a Payless shoe source. Also, this guy, this kid's dying of cancer. So if yeah. you could please donate to this, and we're back to the action, and Johnny Gargano is falling. You know what I mean? Like it's. It takes that, you right that out. That could hurt. It's, that could it's, hurt. It's it does definitely kill the vibe, um, you know, of of that all the the flow of matches. Well, I, mean, um, I think that was I part think of. You guys NXT. are fair to bring oh, that go up. Ahead, go but, ahead, I mean, also in all fairness, AEW will be doing the same thing. But you know, you know, that's agreed. Yes, but AEW will have done that from I, the beginning. NXT, I, I don't know if NXT's people who are fans of AEW been, will see it that way. I'm. I'm. You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm wonder here I'm wondering this too. We have seen where AEW seems to be trying to say we're listening, right? And we know what everybody wants. We want to present this. We want to give you the enjoyment. We want to give you the comedy, but we also want to give you where sometimes even suspending belief isn't needed. You're going to start questioning is this real or not? They're bringing back that old school style of thinking, right? Kayfabe. Hardly. Do you think maybe they will they will have figured out this whole thing with when it comes to to advertising? I've always said if you treat it like soccer, where you do your entire show without commercial breaks because all of your advertising is literally printed along the sides of all of those, you know, the 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 barriers and the side of the apron and here and there you'll have somebody doing quick promos for something. You know what I mean? Um, right. If if you do that. 
you got zero break in it. You enjoy your entire product all at once. Or do they or do they write it so that every commercial break is a break in actual matches? You well, I would say matches. the interrupt matches thing. They WWE literally just tried that and it was to me it was awful. Uh, it it kind of ruined the flow even more. Right, but they did they did it in the middle. They did it in the middle of matches. I'm talking about matches from start to end. You watch the whole thing. Commercials happen between. I don't know. I think I'm just because I've grown up with it. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, that's, that's probably think, true. I think it's hard for I me, man. No it still how bothers you did advertisements, me. Somebody's not going to like it. Like it doesn't matter how you do it. Whichever way you decide to do it, right? Somebody's going to hate it. True. Can you imagine yeah, wrestlers coming out with sponsors yeah. on their trunks and shit now? Yeah. <laughs> on their singlets, they got Chevy yeah. emblems straight across the front. <laughs> now entering, sponsored by beef jerky and Chevrolet presents Randy Orton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that, that kind of brings me to my gym. question about NXT, though. Uh, <laughs> with NXT going to going to television, just like Raw, uh, does that? Do you think that changes how NXT ultimately will be looked at? I mean, we already got a kind of thing now where some of the guys and yeah. gals kind of don't want to be brought up to the to the main roster. If they get yeah. on, <laughs> yeah, if they're on TV, they're technically already kind of also on the main roster in a way. I also feel like it's going to affect how fans look at it because it feels like NXT has always yeah. felt like the underground thing. It really has, you know, because if you don't have the network subscription, right. you just don't know. You're 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 a Raw SmackDown guy, and when you see Heavy Machinery come up or Aleister Black or Ricochet, and you hear people referencing them, unless you're, uh, you know, uh, if you're just a casual fan, for you, it's a new person that just showed up. So I think it is. I think it's going to lose that kind of luster as well. And then people are going to look for what's that next thing. You know, are we just going to go straight to High Spots Network now or Power Slam or any of these other ones to check out specific indies that to us are going to give us that NXT feel? Yeah. I mean, I already, I already right. have to go to High Spots. That's the only place I'm mm. going to get my Jeff Hart. So, uh, <laughs> look. <laughs> Don't bring up Jeff Hart right now because I, I am excited wait. for that next match, man. No line to you when I say this. If they don't put that match on that network, it will be a travesty. I feel like we – all right, we're going to have to revisit this at the end. Let's finish this topic real quick in regards to NXT, AEW going head-to-head. -head. This is going to be Wednesday nights, both of these guys now. So I feel like as a wrestling fan, I don't know about the two of you. But when I saw this, not number one, I thought this is awesome for NXT. It's going to give it such a huge exposure now, right? And all these guys that have been busting their ass there, trying to get to the higher spot. Even though I know, Janet, you were saying there's a lot that don't want to. Uh, but the guys that have been, the guys that want to make that that impression on a world audience, is is going to get more of an exposure with that. But what this does, when I read this. My first thought was, holy shit, we are entering a Wednesday Night War era. This generation is going to get to live through and witness, which we get to as well, and compare. Yeah, I just looked it up because I couldn't remember uh, who starts first. NXT technically starts first. They're September 18th. So they get a few. They get, yeah, they get like two weeks, uh, two weeks ahead of time. You know what they're doing. Yeah. But that's pressure even, on them, too. That's pressure on them, too. If they shit the bed in the first two weeks, nobody's going to tune into them that's once true. AEW gets going. True, but think about this, too. AEW has only built stories and characters over the past few pay-per-views and, and YouTube shows if you're paying attention. Right. NXT has an established product. Do you know what I mean? They're literally establishing it. And the fact that they're going to go earlier, that's a statement. 
But does that also make a statement in that they they feel threatened, that AEW really does pose a threat, that they have to make that kind of a bold move and say, we're going to go first and make sure we establish our crowd for the next two weeks? Hmm. To me, the reason that they're getting a start earlier, and obviously I don't know this for sure, but uh, they know, uh, they're obviously well aware that when AEW starts on October 2nd, they're going to have a lot of eyes automatically just because it's their very first show. And curiosity, right? Yeah, and curiosity. Just sheer curiosity will get some eyes over there. So, if you're WWE, and you know they already have the means to get things started, why not start earlier so people can get used to your stuff first, and maybe, if you do it right, you'll hook them, and you'll tear some of those eyes away on that Wednesday. Yeah, they forget, they, they'll forget that, oh shit, tonight was AEW too. But my other question here was for you guys too. Does this even matter anymore in the age of on demand to me no just because i'll end up watching both uh one of them will be obviously be on demand and it's that's fine with me i'm okay with that i mean nobody really yeah uh, it's been a long time since maybe i think maybe the last show that really even did it was so big was game of thrones where it was kind of you know uh people had to watch it the the time it was coming on uh and and even then when that came out it was sort of uh the only show that was really like that but when we were growing up, like when I was in my 20s, there were a lot of shows on television at the same time that were like that, that you could only watch when it yeah. was coming on. The on-demand stuff was very new. Yeah. Yeah, you had to have DVR yeah. or else so you, you, had, had you missed to, it. You pretty much remember when it was coming on to make sure you catch it. Uh, and and that, and yeah. that's why back then that stuff like the ratings mattered a lot more to me. Uh, I don't know if they matter near as much uh, just because people consume media so much differently. Yeah, I think they They, pull ratings differently as well. I think that's the thing. Yeah, it has to do with I I really feel like there's a way that they can measure DVR to see how many people actually DVR'd something. And I got to tell you, streams and and, and that kind of thing, like that's got to be somehow where they're able to collect that information. It's going to be very interesting to see how those numbers, uh, you know, pile up when they start going head to head. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure it's going to be how like we view our podcast. It's it's more of a hits type thing than initial viewership. I mean, I I guess like day of viewership, it may play in a big hand. But I think as long as people are seeing it and they're seeing an upward trend or a downward trend, I think you know everything will, uh, or you know that's how everything will pro- progress. Really, um, you know, because because like we said. Uh, that's how we view our podcast, right? We get at the end of the month or, or throughout the month, we see our totals or whether things are going up or things are going down. And, and I think that's kind of the new way of really rating anything nowadays because of, you know, the, the unlimited access, streaming service, all that stuff. Right. Yep. Yep. I agree. It's going to be interesting, man. But I, I, I got to tell you, I, for one, I'm glad that I am alive to have have lived through and witnessed so much of wrestling history so far that we are literally seeing a rebirth kind of a thing. You know what I mean? The renaissance, like we've talked about for a while, and the fact that now we have the wars again, two different entities that are competing for our, uh, our attention, and they're going to be delivering some high-quality product. And, of course, we're going to have slip-ups here and there, and that's going to be the fun stuff we get to talk about on podcasts as well. Uh, but... It's it's coming. I'm so excited for it, dude. I'm so so excited for what's coming. 
Yeah, me, uh, me as well. You're gonna see the best of everything. You know what I mean? A couple years ago, TNA tried to do another Monday Night War with <laughs> with WWE, and it was just god awful. They brought like like Hogan, and you know, just a bunch of guys, and it's like it didn't work. And I think they changed it after like four weeks. They're like, oh, this isn't working. Uh, yeah. their, their viewership just crashed. So this is, I mean, this is a good one. This is it, luckily, I, I think. I think WWE threw their best brand at AEW, to be honest oh, yeah. with you. I think if AEW went up against Raw, that AEW would win. I think if they went up against SmackDown, um, you know, it it, it it would probably be a little bit closer, I, I think, with SmackDown personally, because that's my favorite yeah. of the shows. Yeah. But um, I think AEW and NXT are, on, are just about on par with Talon. I know I said before that. Think about that, dude. Think yeah. about what that says. How do how do the stars of Raw and SmackDown feel that WWE's confidence in who's going to be AEW and who should go up against this powerhouse of uh, you know of a promotion, a startup promotion? I'm, I'm is NXT. sure if you're Seth Rollins, if you're Seth Rollins, you just look at your bank bank account and you're just fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I knew I I knew Raw wasn't going to get moved. Yeah. You know, I had a feeling Raw wouldn't. SmackDown has moved quite a bit over the years. Going, yeah. From- while it, it was always recorded on Tuesdays, but it would air on Thursdays or Fridays, yeah. you know that was a potential where it could have aired, you know been moved to Wednesdays to counteract that. But but man, um, I tell you what, those those NXT guys must feel like wow, they really think we can be the ones to do this. Let's do this, right? Yeah, they they, they have to on this. It feels like this it is going to be good, man. Of all the WWE brands, that would be the the one brand that's most comparable to AEW. I I, I would think this. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it has that that cult following. It's way, behind it. It's, it just comes it off way more for like the wrestling nerd. I guess is the best way to put it, and that's what AEW yes. is kind of catering, yes. catering yeah. to. So, uh, yeah, just smart, just smart. Yeah, dude, Monday Monday Night Wars, Wednesday Night Wars doesn't matter to me. I'm in both feet. Yes, sir. I'll tell you what else I'm in for. <laughs> Jeff, <Hart>. Jeff the <laughs> Hitman Hart. <laughs> And Joey Janela. I'll oh, tell you right man. now, Joey Janela has been a name that's been on my radar recently um, as an indie wrestler here and there. And I, I've seen spots, uh, you know, as GIFs or, or mini videos on Twitter. Uh, and I, he was always this guy that was known as the backyard wrestler, but also like a, a legit. He's a, he's a good wrestler. Um, and then he, he signed to AEW and it was like, oh, now I see who this guy is. Now I get to watch some of his stuff. Jeff the Hitman Hart came onto my radar a few years ago when Johnny was so kind as to send a care package to me up to Buffalo, and inside <laughs> yeah. was a couple of DVDs. The DVDs were five dollar wrestling. Yeah, I like to share gold. <laughs> I was hoping only... it was just going to be a strict, uh, strictly uh, <laughs> Jeff Hart DVD. You know like, what? Honestly, matches of all I time. Am, I'm not kidding. Damn promos, this. right? Uh, High Spots Network. Put it out. <laughs> I would buy it. Are I you serious? <laughs> oh, if they did, if they I need did. one of that. I need one of him. Yeah, I need one of him. Give me him in a freight train DVD. Yeah, and I'm. I would give that to people for Christmas. I would give that to people for just, Christmas. I was just about to say. Not only did I get the beauty and the 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 I don't know what you want to call it, the gloriousness that that is five dollar wrestling, but I was introduced to a gentleman that goes by the name of Freight Train. And I was like, dude, I am in. Then uh, Lil Donnie won my heart. Did y'all see the newest? 
Just did you guys real quick? Did you guys see the newest? Uh, oh my gosh, little Donnie gets no, the Jesus knocked out of him. <laughs> I don't even want to tell you what happened. It's the greatest thing I've ever. Please seen. don't Let's spoil just say it. Please don't. Big Donnie. Uh, oh God! It, it could have been an attempted murder, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> oh my God! All right, now I've got to watch that. That's insane. I loved it. All right, so let's get this. Is Jeff? So if you guys don't know who Jeff Hart is, yeah, he gives. You guys can argue against me if you want, if you want to, but to me, he gives one of the most entertaining and incredible interviews. Not just. I'll tell you what. Not just interviews. Have you this guy's promos? It's yes. very passionate. Oh my god! I I came like when we so I was into the five dollar wrestling when you sent it right. But once in a while I'd come across these these little bits of video. Being a wrestling fan and and you know followers of I follow a bunch of tw- Twitter uh, wrestling accounts. So I'd come across Jeff Hart videos, and it was always his promos. This guy has promos where people <laughs> yes. will throw down subtitle. Uh, subtitles to them which are literally what he's saying not what he should be not an interpretation of what he's saying it's and it's the best thing of all time so this yeah. promo just dude, this pro so yeah. the first time this came on yes. my radar was that uh uh jake the man scout manning had posted this you know uh the, the pr- promo poster of this match between jeff the hitman heart and Joey Janela. And my, at first, I was like, there's no way this is for real. This is a joke. Like, somebody created this poster and Jake was sharing it. Yeah, no, this is legit. Yeah. Uh, a, a legit, you know, promotion that's happening right now. And it's going to be Jeff the Hitman Hart versus Joey Janela. And Jeff just reali- released a promo, which for me, do you guys, how many times do you watch it? I watched it at least, I watched it five. No three. <laughs> I've watched it three, too. <laughs> So I I even love like just listening to it doesn't even do it justice. No, they shot this thing. It's almost <laughs> shot like a. It's almost done like like WWE have put together a vignette sort of thing. It's beautiful. This thing is amazing. I love this. Jake Manning is a freaking genius. Oh my god, he liked your tweet, uh, Chris. You tweet when you tweeted it to us. He like he oh. liked that post. It was amazing. I was so happy that Jake Manning. So let liked me that. ask you something. He's the one who who produced this piece of beauty. He's, I hope so. he's behind five dollar wrestling. So, oh uh, my god, yeah. we have to have him on the show. I know yeah. he was scheduled to come on before, but this isn't a joke anymore. <laughs> Jake Manning, if you're listening, hardly kayfabe needs you on. Yes, 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 we do. If yes, anything, do. just to get us to Jeff the Hitman Hart. If anything, just to tell us the background of how this match is even remotely happening. Like, yes. I, I want to know. <laughs> I have to. I have so many questions. I, yeah, I want to know who woke up one day and was like, "I need Joey Janela versus Jeff." This, yeah, this is the this is one of those things you know people always say when they find out something. I didn't know I needed this, but I need this. This is this is that. This is the definition of that for me. Yes. I did not know in my life at that at this time I needed this, but I need this. <laughs> oh God, I am, I am it's so excited, good! I am more excited about this match than any match on any of the other things. I am not even making that up. I agree. Yeah, Bailey and Becky Lynch, nah, or not uh, Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch, nah. I <laughs> yeah. want Jeff Hart and Joey Janela. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fantasy book it real quick. I want oh, Joey Janela in one corner, Jeff the Hitman Hart in the other, and Superhuman in the other for a triple threat match. Ooh, and it's oh, and this That's match is payoff. for the Juggalos and the Juggalettes. <laughs> Like, let's, let's, be, seriously, let's be dude. real for a second. Yeah, but seriously, 
But seriously, let's be real for a second. All right, this match, uh, if uh, Jeff Hart doesn't go over, I'll be very upset. <laughs> I'm with you. I am yeah. with you. He, See, he has, has to, to cheat, be. and he has to cheat to do it, but he has to win. Yes, obviously. <laughs> and then, obviously. And he better, he better, uh, before the match starts, tell me how crappy and how much he hates America. This is why I love. This is why I love wrestling. This is. I agree. I agree. I'm glad that that rest the, the the people in charge of any wrestling have finally realized that we don't want it taken so seriously all the time. Right. Yeah. We, exactly. There's times when we want. This is what we want, right? Yeah. Like we know it. Like Joey Ryan's penis and, and stuff like yes. that. Like that's yes. the stuff that I enjoy. Put and, it this way. <laughs> Put it this way. I consider myself a fan of cinema film right i love movies but that doesn't mean like i own only love horror i need comedy i also right. need drama i need yes. documentaries i need things to fill all those different parts of my love for the entire package right so right. for wrestling give it to me give me comedy you know what give me did you guys see this orange cassidy versus the boogeyman's coming out here i heard no. about it. Those guys are booked to do some show here in the very near future, in the next couple of weeks. Orange Cassidy and the Boogeyman. I need that. I that need sounds- Joey Ryan cock wrestling. But I also need, <laughs> you know, Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks. I also need, you know, uh, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. I need yeah. that. I need some of the greatest matches that I'm ever going to see of all time. But I also need Jeff Hart and Joey Janela to go to town on each other and just make me feel like this is what wrestling's all about. Fuck you, Jim Cornette. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's almost like you think Cornette's very passionate and has opinions about things or something. I oh, my know. God. <laughs> I'm putting it out there right now. I hope he starts to reference us because how much I fucking hate him anymore. I used to be a corny fan, man, but more and more, he just sounds like that crotchety old man that doesn't know how to just you know, enjoy life for life anymore. I always will always just think of my Cornette as the guy who had the racket coming to the ring. Yeah, that he's just I'm not okay that anymore, him. dude. Yeah. He's just not that anymore. But That's the thing. I he sullies that him. image. It doesn't matter. I follow so many different wrestling accounts that somebody's going to retweet something he said, and yeah. I just got to look at that and go, my God, stop, dude. You know, it's one of those things when you like you see somebody you really admired for a while, and then after a while, you're just like, really? That's what you think, and that's what you say? And the next time you see them, you're like, yeah, you're kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Calling you out right now, Corny. You and me, man. Kayfabe versus the Cornets. Let's do it. There's more than one of him. <laughs> He's got his followers, dude. The, those cornet followers are hardcore. I bet so, honestly. Yeah. Probably lost a bunch of listeners. I don't care. <laughs> I do. We can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I care a lot. Bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> But yeah, seriously, this is going to be a good time, man. I'm in, and and how are we going to see it? Did they say if if this is going to be streaming anywhere? This match, I, I don't know. That's why I, that's why I said it's got to be put on the network. Uh, I I would hope and pray it's this one's one of those <laughs> on the network for sure. We'll no, see. If it is, dude, network, if know. it is, this is going to be something that we cover for the show. Like, we should all watch yeah. it at the same time and literally comment over it as it happens. Oh, I'm I'm going to be watching it for sure. Sweet. Oh, man. Anything else you guys want to talk about before we head out of here? Uh, 
think I'm good. I think I'm good. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to tap out here before Vince stops me at gorilla position. <laughs> Probably a good idea. That's yeah. A good idea. Let's, yeah, let's get that. out of here. Get the All right, boys. Let's take it home. Oh!